Hello, God bless you mightily in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Israel, and once again I come your way with this podcast with the title A Living Hope. A Living Hope. We have for our reference the scriptures in the book of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And it reads, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Praise the name of Jesus. We see in this scripture the fact that Jesus Christ was raised back to life in order for that in order for Jesus to bequeath to us a hope not just any hope a hope that is alive a hope that is living forever praise the name of Jesus now the Bible says what you see you do not hope for it anymore am I correct if you see what you want maybe you want to become uh, you want to buy a car you have your money this is your car you want to buy the car there is no need for any hope at all you you have your money you buy your car and you go but in this instance god is making us to understand that i resurrected jesus christ back to life that jesus christ resurrected himself back to life that the holy ghost resurrected jesus back to life in order to bequeath to us something wonderful something glorious something that is beyond the realm of humanity it is called a living hope praise the name of jesus a living hope now why are we talking about this at this point in time why is this a message for discussion it is a message for discussion why because of the output of our lives as christians in this generation our lives as christians in this generation is as if is as it were that jesus christ did not die on the cross of calvary it is as it were that the, Jesus Christ did not rise, it was, not, was not resurrected back to life. It is as it were that there is no hope again after this world. Praise the name of Jesus. Why do I say this? Because, and I will tell you, and I will tell you, for most of us that call ourselves Christians, see, the definition of Christianity today is by capitalistic and the doctrine of gains definition when we look when we when we when we when we equate our christianity to what we have our possessions oh he has a car that means he must be a good christian oh he has a jeep he even has an aeroplane he even has um um, he's rich, he's a uh, MD, he's, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a wealthy man. That means he must be a good Christian. In our generation, Christianity, how, how good or how, how much of a Christian we are is now determined by our worldly possessions. Ah, can't you see me? 
I, I came from the UK, I'm going to the United States, and from the United States, I'm going to um, um, Australia. And this is what the world has come to accept with us that you're a Christian. When you, once you are a Christian, that means that you must be prosperous. You must have money. You must be blessed. You must be rich. You must be having, you must have cash. You must be living a good life. And so people now go from churches to churches, from altar to altar, from pastor to pastor. The one that can make them the more rich. That is one that is God, that is godly. The one that can give them the more blessing and they can have more money and they can live a life unbuffeted by the enemy. That you can live a life protected, that there's no problem even when you are living in sin. You, you go to church, you are living in sin and you are prosperous and you say God is good. You are living in sin and you, you, are, li- you are enjoying your life and you know that you are living in sin. But you are saying, ah, I am a child of God, I am a deacon in my church. Don't you know I'm a pastor? Don't you know I'm a child of God, I'm a Christian? But everybody sees that you are living in sin. How can you be living in sin and you are prosperous and you will call yourself a Christian? Praise the name of Jesus. That is the quality, the extent of our decadence in this our generation. When the doctrine of gains, capitalism, has entered the church, entered the fabric of our lives. Today, that all that we see is how wealthy we are, we equate how much wealthy how more the world is good to you to how more god is in your life but that is not the case and that is what we are here to come and discuss with us praise the name of jesus the bible says that in the book of hospital in first peter verse one verse three verse five verse four he says we have been said this new hope that we have this new hope that god purchased with his blood this new hope that jesus christ gave to us guarantees us an inheritance an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you and i going further to verse 23 it says having been born again not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God that lives and abides forever. Surely, my brothers and sisters, the word of God, Jesus Christ, and all these things that God has given to us, is more than gold and silver. It is not for us to live a comfortable life, to enjoy our existence, to buy cars, live a glorious existence, and all of that, to live in America, UK. It is not, that is not the reason why Jesus Christ had to die. That is not the reason why we go to church. We don't go to church so that the devil will not torment us. We don't go to church so that we can have money, you can have other. That is not the reason for Christianity. But adventure, we are for, that is why I said, it looks like we have forgotten that Jesus died. It, it is as if we have forgotten that Jesus Christ was resurrected back to life. It is as if we don't even know who Jesus is. Ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the one and only begotten of the Father. 
He is God all by himself. I know for some of us we don't understand this things anymore. You know, the advent of the advent of um, capitalism and the doctrine of gains into our life has killed so many things, has whittled down so many spiritual blessings that God has given to us. We have lost, as it were, some of our own some of our own blessings, the gifts that God has given to us, some of our spiritual gifts that God has given to us for us to be able to traffic in the kingdom of God. Let me remind you who Christ is. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, as I said before. What does it mean? See, if, and the Bible says that, and even in the physical scientific world, scientists have found out that there are more stars in the heavens. There are billions of galaxies, and there are more stars in heaven than sands on the seashore. And do you know that each star has its own planet? And even for, for instance, even the planet we are living on planet Earth. And planet Earth is attached to a sun and has about nine planets. How much more? Look at all the suns. All the billions and trillions of suns that God has made. And yet, if all of them, both the physical realm and the invisible realm, that exist is put together on the scale. Put them on the scale on the right hand side. Put Jesus Christ on the scale on the left hand side. You will realize that Jesus Christ will over at far at way by billions or billions times the scale of the other of the of the of, of all things in creation. Jesus Christ outweighs everything. Why? Because he is a creator. Everything that exists came from him is bigger than anything you can think of he is the one that died for you he is the one that went to calvary because of you he is the one that the blood that is why his blood is so potent that is why there cannot be another replacement there is nothing bigger than the blood of jesus that is why this kind of person did not die to give us earthly possessions he died to give us what a living hope what does it mean to have a living hope? It means that when you have this hope, when you are born again, you are properly born again and discipled, you have this living hope inside of you. What does it do for you? This living hope gives you an appreciation. It procures for you an inheritance. Incorruptible, undefiled. That does not fit the world. What does it mean? Because you have this hope, because you are a child of God now, you have eternal life. These are things that are mighty. Money, and if I have all the billions of stars, I cannot buy eternity. Eternity in Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. Remember that you are a spirit being. You are trafficking through the earth on the route of eternity, either with Christ or with the devil. But God has given us the gift of eternity. The Bible says in the book of Romans, says the gift of God is eternal life. And this life, in the, it says in the book of 3 John, 
This life is in the Son of God. So when you have Christ, you have eternal life with Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. So God has given us eternal life. A life that does not end. Compared to the life that we are living. It's like a teardrop in the mighty oceans of this earth. Praise the name of Jesus. There is no comparison. So what does that mean? What is the implication of the fact that you have eternal life? It means simply that this world that we are in is not the real world. This world is like the dream world compared to the real world that is eternal life. So when you realize that the Bible says that when Jesus found himself in fashion as a man, he endured to do the will of God. That is what it means in this world. My brothers and sisters, do not seek to, pro- to propagate yourself. Do not seek to enjoy. Do not seek to make it. Do not seek to prosper. Rather, don't seek to preserve your life. Give up your life for Christ. This life that we're in, this maximum 80 or 100 years, give it for God. Give it to Jesus. Lay it down on this altar. Why? Because God has given you eternity. So use this one to, as an express road to your eternity. Praise the name of Jesus. Don't seek to have this life for yourself. That is what the others in the world are doing. They have found themselves in this world. They don't know how they were born. They don't know how they were created. But once they found that, ah, I have a, I'm alive in this world, the, the next thing is they want to build empires for myself, I, me, and myself. No. Jesus Christ said that if you lose your life, you will, if you, if you, if you, if you give up your life for me, you will lose it. So he said, if you give up your life for me, you will find. But if you if you take your life for yourself, you are going to lose it. Praise the name of Jesus. So if you take your life and say, me, myself, and I, and all you do is about you, you will find out that you have lost an enormous opportunity with Christ. So eternal God has given us eternal life. Praise the name of Jesus. It is a hope that cannot be defiled. It is a hope that is so massive, so passive, so powerful, so to speak, in Jesus' name. Also, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, chapter 15, verse 1, Genesis 15, verse 1, God told Abraham, He said, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. In other words, he because God has given us eternal life in Christ, it means that God has given us Himself forever. Jesus Christ said, My Father is in me. I am in my Father. So if you are in Christ, that means God and the Son and the Holy Spirit are in you. Can you imagine what it means for you to enjoy God for eternity? You may not understand me because we are speaking from different wavelengths. You would have some of us that have lost the capacity to appreciate the things of God anymore. Because we are so much invested in this world to the exclusion of the things of God. When you have God, it means that you have the Bible talks about says, in your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. See, you do not know the meaning of joy 
joy when you are in God's presence, joy is like a is you are full of joy. The Bible says fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. Things that we could we, is like when you say holiness, it is difficult to, to describe why because it is not in our realm. Also, joy, I mean the fullness of joy, blessed forevermore. It is difficult to, under, to express why because you don't know it. But when you are in Christ, when you are in Christ and in eternity, you know the meaning of fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore, and so many other things that is in Christ in God that we can only enjoy in eternity. Ladies and gentlemen, if we take God out of heaven, heaven is like any other planet, another place. And God has said in the book of Revelation, He said, "My the tabernacle of God is with man, and I will dwell with them." In other words, see, God it wants to come and dwell in us. I want to be where God is. I want to enjoy God Almighty for eternity. This is our pl- our, our our blessing. When you are talking of blessing. Don't come and say God bless me with a car. Shut up. Don't come and say God bless you with a house. Keep quiet. Don't come and say God bless me with uh, this or that. You are a childish person. God does not bless you with a car with all of these things. You can get it even without being a Christian. For a child of God, you can be here. But the richest man on earth today is the Antichrist. Um, um, what's it called? Um, Bill Gates or, or, and the likes of him. They don't know God. And they have wealth and riches beyond, beyond human understanding sometimes. So God does not bless with all these mundane things. When God blesses you, God blesses you with himself and eternal things. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible says that a living hope guarantees our salvation from judgment. The Bible says everybody that has lived on this earth will be judged. For as long as you're a human being, even the thoughts of your heart shall be judged one day. But when you are, when you stand before the throne of God to be judged, only one thing will secure your freedom: the blood of Jesus. Is Christ found in you? Are you found in Christ? When you are found in Christ and Christ is in you, then all condemnation is acquitted. You are declared not guilty. You are declared acquitted of all charges. God declares you not guilty. And all condemnation against you is taken away. Why? Because of Jesus Christ. So all that, what does that mean? It means that this is a lively hope. See, it is not that you are not a sinner because you committed sin. You have the nature. You have the nature of sin. The nature of sin was inherited from Adam and Eve. So what that means is that everyone without, without exception, the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everyone without exception has fallen in sin. And everyone without exception deserves to spend eternity with the devil in hell. But when you now stand with the throne, before the throne of God and God declares you, not guilty. When God erases every accusation and condemnation against you because of Jesus Christ, that is a hope to live for. Praise the name of Jesus. That's why the Bible calls it a lively hope. Also, we have been saved. You have become born again. You have become a child of God to do good works. The Bible says God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Say, and Jesus Christ said that 
what it said the greater works shall ye do because i have gone to the father so god expects you and i to do what greater works than what christ has done it is in this area that we ought to apply our existence on earth in not in gathering things not in living as the unbelievers and we are claiming that we are born again of the, of the holy ghost praise the name of jesus this morning this our um, this morning this message is coming to you and i pray that you will take it if there's any part of your life that needs adjustment please look at it and make amendments we have a living hope a living hope that guarantees our eternity a living hope that gives us god forever and ever a living hope that saves us from judgment a living hope that makes us to do god good works in the name of jesus christ this is our inheritance every other thing that we see is not the thing those are those ones are distractions the real thing that god has given to us are these things that is incorruptible on the fire reserved in heaven for you and i i pray that you and i will not miss it i pray that this earthly existence the grace of god to give up this life to serve the lord god will give it to you god will give it to me in the mighty name of jesus i pray for you as i pray for myself that we will not lose it we will not lose it and at the end of this when the life is over we now begin to regret what we could have done for our god and his kingdom god bless you in jesus name